From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. I know what Bert is going through. It's the loneliest feeling in the world. It's like walking down an empty street listening to your own footsteps. But all you have to do is to knock on any door and say, if you'll let me in, I'll live the way you want me to live, and I'll think the way you want me to think, and all the blinds will go up and all the doors will open, and you'll never be lonely ever again. And that's Spencer Tracy in Inherit the Wind. And that idea of holding on to yourself, having the courage to speak your own mind, to think your own thoughts, not to try to repress them, and to choose your own dreams, your own values, to pursue them, and to treat other people decently. Don't let them step on you, but don't you step on them. But don't become a doormat in life. When you give up yourself and say, yes, whatever you want, honey, it really doesn't matter to me. Oh, I don't care. What's good for you? When you become that kind of a person, you've destroyed yourself. And you never want to do that in your life. So that's what psychological independence is, being able to think independently and really, really love your own life. So let's see if that can help this woman. Hi, Dr. Kenner. This was right before the break. I talked about her. This is the woman who's a single mom. I'm a single mom. I live in a mobile home. They rent, I'll shorten it. They went. They rent out a room to a man, she and her mother, um, Oh, excuse me. She lives with a single mom. It's a woman who's 28 years old, lives with her mother who's single. They're in a mobile home. She's still a virgin. She's single. They rented out a room to a man who brings his wife into the house. They're estranged, but he brings the wife in, and they have loud sex. And she's very upset about this. She said that it's gross. Am I being normal or not? Now, one of the when you ask if you're normal or not at the age of 28 still living with your mother still a virgin it raises a lot of questions in my mind of what ideas were you brought up with what ideas did you choose to hold about yourself are you worthy of pursuing your own values if you're still living with mom or are you just temporarily back there do you feel like you owe it to mom because she's lonely or needy and you have to be with her do you feel like you can't get ahead in life? If you have ideas like that, you want to challenge them because this is your only life and you want to make it rich and interesting and exciting for yourself. So that's one area of of thoughts that you can challenge, you can take a closer look at. Another set of thought is thoughts are on romance. If you're not pursuing your own dreams, you may not feel that you're a lovable person. You may feel like you're just settled in life or you're letting your life rust away. You don't want to do that. If you feel more lovable, then you'll also have an urge to find a loving partner, someone that shares at the same level as you are at similar goals and dreams. Now, that doesn't mean that you both want to uh, become doctors, lawyers, or Indian chiefs. You'll be on your own path, but you'll be going in the same direction. You want to find someone to share a life with. It is a wonderful value in life. And at the age of 28, to rob yourself of that, take a closer look at, at your fundamental ideas. Sacrifice, in my book, is is a sin. It's bad. It's not good. Self-sacrifice is awful. It's. Can you imagine saying that to a dog? Here's a dog, but I want you to sacrifice. Don't eat your food. Don't chase a frisbee. 
We wouldn't do that to an animal, so why do we do that to ourselves? It's the wrong moral code. You will hear it in churches, you will hear it in temples, you will hear it in the secular community of people telling you you always have to do for others. Guess who gets left out of that equation? You do. It's your life. That doesn't mean that you will become a hostile, me-only person. It means that you will pursue your life and hope that everyone else pursues their dreams. So I am definitely for your happiness, and romance is a piece of that. Now, let's get to the guy in the next room having very loud sex with his wife. My guess is if they're estranged, that it's very strange sex. Like, it may not be the most passionate scene. It may not be movie quality uh, in terms of some of the most loving, passionate, romantic scenes that uh, you might see in a movie. I recommend the movie Dangerous Beauty and even Pretty Woman. Not the gross scenes, but the nice scenes. Um, you just want some passionate scenes. So you want to reawaken your sexual desire, your desire to be with a man, your thoughts about sexuality. If you're waiting, you know, why are you still a virgin? Now, if it's that you haven't found anyone you love, then it's legitimate to still be a virgin. But if it's that you think that sex is dirty or animalistic or low and that only loving someone, they call it platonic love, you just love their mind, that's a mistake you're holding. You want to put that mistake in the dump? Think about, think it through clearly so that you understand that that's trash. Sex done by crappy people is crappy. But romantic love is different. And I've written a book with an, another author, Dr. Ed Locke, that's fabulous on this topic. Uh, and it, when it's available, I will make it known on my website. So here's what I would recommend. Read some romantic... Oh, first, dealing with the guy. At home, I would tell the guy, you would say, you know, it's awkward for me. When you guys come over and make love here, is there any option that you have? Could you make love at her home, maybe? because it's very awkward for me. And if he says, hey, listen, I rent this room. This is my place. I'll do what I want. You're not going to tell me what to do when I'm here. You could say, could you could you just let me know if you're planning to have a romantic interlude and I'll give you your privacy. I'll, I'll be willing to leave the house if it's reasonable and if it's possible for me to do that. You can talk with your mother and ask if she can get another tenant. Um, who's in there, maybe a little old man who's not estranged from his wife and has very loud sex with her. Uh, but, you know, maybe she can rent it to someone else. But better yet, try to figure out how to use this as motivation to get out of the house, to try to learn to live on your own. If you've got, if you're employed, see if you can find employment that pays a little more. Put some money aside and think longer range, not just short range, not just day to day. But think of how to save money to Purchase some of the bigger values in life, an apartment for yourself, and you will love your life even more because what you're giving yourself is not so much the privacy in the apartment, but more fundamentally, you'll be seeing that your mind is capable of setting goals and achieving your rational values. And there's nothing more nothing more of an internal turn-on for yourself is to say, yes, I did it. I achieved my goals. That's what happiness is. And then look for a romantic partner for yourself. So I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. My website's drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. And here's an email from uh, Kevin. 
and he says, Dr. Kenner, I'm currently seeing a marriage counselor with my wife. In discussing the love between a man and a woman, my counselor says that love is something we choose to do. Love is totally a choice. If we choose to love someone, then we will love them. What is your professional opinion of this idea? Do you agree? Thank you, Kevin. Kevin, imagine buying a car. Now you come into my used car lot and I'm the salesman and I show you a rusty hunk of an old car. It's got no air conditioning, no heat, the leather seats are long since ripped and the whole inside of the car smells like an old dog and it's and cigar combined. The tires are flat and the radio doesn't work and you look at me and you say I hate this car and I said no look you can choose to love this car. It's a choice you make. Now what would you say to me? You would say you're crazy. Notice you cannot force your mind to love something that you don't value. You don't value the car and you cannot force it. Your mind is making a lightning-like evaluation of uh, many different factors. The car is no good, no good, not good for you. Now you could even get a very good car but it's not your type of car. And even though it's got the air conditioning, it's got full tires, it's got a brand new car, beautiful car, but it's not your type. You'd still say, I don't like it. So you cannot just will yourself to love something that you don't value. Love is the emotional summation of many, many factors, things that you value. And it's that lightning quick evaluation of the pros and cons. So now let's turn to romantic love, you and your wife. Your evaluation of your wife, it's not a car now, but it's your wife, is a very rapid evaluation. Do you love her or not? Well, there are, you didn't marry her for nothing. There are many positive qualities in this woman. But obviously, over time, there's been some rupture in the relationship, resentments that have built up, hurts, anger. Maybe she's made some choices like drinking or gambling that you don't like. Maybe not. Maybe she's still a decent person. Even if she has terrific qualities, maybe you've grown at different rates. Maybe she's um, maybe she's gone back to school and gotten an education and you're still stagnating and you feel like you can't connect anymore. Or maybe it's the opposite. You've moved on in your life and she hasn't. So you're going to need, your emotions are going to sum up exactly what you feel towards her. When we get back, sometimes you can be off base, and I'll talk about that when we get back after the break. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. I'll take your calls to toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path of Romance by Drs. Kenner and Locke. It's unlikely that even an ideal romantic partner will be what you want in every detail. So to be happy, ask the question, what's essential in a romantic partner for me to be happy? Well, you can start by eliminating certain potential candidates. Newspaper love columns are filled with letters beginning, my partner is a wonderful person except for one thing. Almost inevitably, this one thing turns out to be something very important, such as drug abuse, infidelity, making parents more important than the partner, neglect, being a cheapskate, being a control freak, or psychological or physical abuse. Any type of abuse is most certainly a deal breaker. Any serious, uncorrected flaw will almost inevitably undermine other qualities that are good. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com. 